Hello and welcome to the Liverpool Way podcast on an evening where the Reds got back to winning ways with an easy Champions League triumph over Rangers and Anfield. A free kick from the much improved Trent and a second half penalty from Mo and a good overall display to be fair was more than enough against a Rangers side who looked badly out of their depth at this level. To break down a comfortable night's work and look ahead to Arsenal, I've got the two men dreading it the most. The inventor of the Arsenal are smelling themselves o Dave Usher, and the chief Guna derisory correspondent, Julian Richards. <laughs> I'm Chris Smith, and there'll be no crap impressions from me tonight. Well, probably not. Dave, a decent night of, uh, overall, but it would have been nice to fill our boots there. Um, we probably would have if Darwin, who had an encouraging night otherwise, knew how to put the fucking football in the goal now. <laughs> Oh, tremendous. <laughs> Outstanding. I just want to point out at this point as well that people thought that you did the Buffalo Bill on, on the last one, when that was me, and yeah. the, the awful Quint one was you. But I, can I just say in your defence as well, though, although that was like a, a, a bad impression, if you take the accent out of it, it was pretty much spot on. So It got progressively worse. It, it, got, it pro- got more it, Irish as it went it on. It did get more Irish as it, it went off on. okay. It yeah, it did. Because it starts off, I thought, oh, this is good. And then I'm like, no, just I was. it was the um, the Jonah Hill gif with like the, no, <laughs> <laughs> stop, stop. Yeah, reading the full quote, that's why I'm doing. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, uh, Darwin, yeah. Yeah. So, I thought he's really good tonight. I thought that was encouraging. Uh, I know he hasn't scored. I don't think his finishing was particularly bad. It's just, you know, when it, if he'd have had like three, four, five goals under his belt going into that tonight, at least two of them will just hit the keeper's foot and go in. You know, like, like a, a Darren Bent finish. Like Darren Bent made an entire career out of hitting bad shots at the goalkeeper that would somehow like just go in off the keeper's heel and so, and go in. He never had like great goals. I don't know where I'm going here. I don't know why I'm talking about Darren Bent, but sometimes like you just need those, you know, scrappy goals where you, you've maybe hit it too close to keep it, but it just goes through him anyway. I or thought, in this case, you've got like a beach ball on the pitch in front of yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, that, there's that too. That would have helped tonight. But <laughs> no, I, I just thought it's one of them where if, if he did... If he had goals behind him already and there wasn't like the big spotlight on him and that, he'd have probably got scored like a couple of goals there easily tonight. I mean, I said before the game he was going to score three or four and obviously he's got none, but I still feel kind of vindicated in the sense that he had so many chances tonight. You know, he could easily have scored, he could have filled his boots. Um, could have, didn't. Yeah, but I'm okay with that just because... You can't be vindicated when he scored no goals. I said somewhat vindicated. I'm not, I didn't say fully vindicated, so you're, stop, you're stop nitpicking. On the Raymond Holt scale, you're really low down on vindication on that one. Yeah, that, there is, there's some vindication there. Is though. there some vindication at all? I feel, For me, vindication feels like a definitive article. Like You can't be somewhat vindicated because that undermines the pros- you know the being vindicated in the first place, surely. Oh, so it's like so you're either right or you're wrong, and you're wrong. So he's ganging up on me now. This is because of the, the Quint impression, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, no, no, I do not feel vindicated by anything <laughs> that happened because the Quinton's impression was still badly wrong. No, um, what I guess what I'm saying is, and uh, this was also the case before tonight, really, um, in terms of like how many shots he gets in over like per 90 minutes or whatever, it's a ridiculously high amount. Now, at some point, that's going to translate to goals because... It's not that he's like a, a terrible finisher. He's not ballooning these chances. I mean, he's hitting the target more often than not. And eventually, I just think he maybe needs to relax just a little bit. Like, there was a chance tonight where 
he's tried to like he didn't really open his body up enough to try to bend it in, in the corner and he's hit it like kind of straight at the keeper but I feel as though like looking at him like last year on the, the compilation as goals for Benfica he had that in him to just have like that little dinked finish or you know just a little bit of quality I mean we saw mm. it when he, when we played when we played against him you know a couple of the goals were offside but the finishes were just were superb and I just feel like once he hits his stride and, and he's got a couple of goals you know under his belt people are not talking about him as much and, and it obviously doesn't help that the other ugly bastard up the road's banging in hat-tricks every fucking game and people are like well why isn't Darwin doing that it's like well nobody in, in the fucking history of the game is scoring at the same rate that he's scoring at so let's not be judging Darwin against what, what's going on there uh, you know let's just judge him on his own merits let him play his way into it and I, I thought tonight was a um, very encouraging step albeit against the team of uh, they're basically championship players I'd say I mean they were you said at the start like you know out of the depth and, and they were I mean how they they got to the Europa League final last year I mean and to be fair I watched a couple of the games and they deserved to, to go as far as they did I'm not saying like that they've spawned away there but when you look at them you're like how did that happen it's it's almost like Leicester winning the league you know just that right. level of how the fuck did that happen not that it's a fluke they didn't deserve it like fully deserved to do what they did but you're still like at a complete loss to explain it I mean you look at the players they've got and most of them would be playing in the championship uh, and tonight I mean it's 2-0 and it felt like an 8-0 game just on the balance of it the mad yeah. thing is like the, we've scored two goals but we've needed to score a free kick and a penalty we haven't scored against them in open play despite having like so many chances Yes, I mean, it, that is one disappointing element to to come out of tonight's game that we didn't score from open play. But I think, like, on another night we would have. It wasn't because we didn't create the chances. There was just so many of them and they wouldn't go in. And I think, Jules, with, um, with Darwin, I think you've been sort of a little bit um, sort of bearish on him uh, from the start, really. And um, Were you encouraged by his performance tonight? Did, did you see this as a positive step forward? I'm going to play devil's advocate here i don't believe all of what i'm about to say but if i'm gonna if if dave's gonna go he's vindicated somewhat vindicated on predicting four goals and he got none i would say nunez reminds me a little bit of cc in that it's 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 get a sight to go blam have a shot whether it's the right shot or not so it's usually a powerful shot but it's lot it lacks the accuracy somewhat and the uh, refinement needed sometimes to beat the goalkeeper. Hence, then you've got Dave talking about Darren Bent finishes. <laughs> I mean, you're 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 in choppy waters when you're talking about a Darren Bent finish. No, I'm saying he um, needs a Darren Bent finish. No, I know. Not that he was producing Darren Bent finishes. No, well, Darren Bent scored goals, so no, he's not producing them. Scored shit goals. <laughs> goals are goals. Unconvincing um, goals. <laughs> I made a career out of it. Uh, a career of goals. Yeah, that's what I'd like from Nunez. No, look, I'm, 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 but I'm still, I'm still mad at Nunes for getting sent off and making what's already been a shitty season shittier. It's always hard to integrate into a new team. It's always hard to start in a new league, and I don't need some try-hard sticking. Not even a prop. If he did, you know, if he just stuck a prop and that in, I'd have got you swat. But fair enough, you've, you've, you've done that there. Nice one. Instead, it's that usual faux football hard man shite that you see. You miss three games. You're whooping it up on the bench in the Newcastle game. You're on that bench because you, you got suspended. And it's just put him right behind the eight ball for me. And I know it's unfair. Uh, you know, I, I you know, realistically, honestly, I obviously want him to do well. I want him to play well. 
Um, but it's it's clearly he, he lacks so much refinement in so many parts of his game, and in other parts he looks pretty good. Um, it, it doesn't help the way he runs. Sometimes he looks like his gait isn't isn't exactly natural. Sometimes he looks a little bit like a poundland Ibrahimovic right now. Um, Fucking hell! Yeah, um, <laughs> I mean, literally looks. I don't look in his gait. He, you know, he looks like a poundland Ibrahimovic. Um, and if I'm being honest, playing Rangers tonight, I can see why Dave's thinking, yeah, he should fill his boots here, he should score. And I'm thinking he probably should score. If you need to score, you probably should be scoring against Rangers. And that, yeah, he had a few chances. But again, I felt like they were mostly, they were like shooting side, head down, have a dig, blam, rather than, you know, some would say that. There was one in the first half that, um, from when Jota was involved, that he hit first time and the keeper... Uh, uh, and that was a really close one, and that that was that was like that that looked like pure instinct, but also a lot of refinement. But you know, again, he hasn't scored again tonight. He still doesn't look like he slots in well in this team. I'm still not quite sure why he was bought, because he doesn't seem to fit into the team properly. And I'm not. I, I get what Dave's saying about the compa- comparisons to Haaland, but only idiots on the internet were really comparing them, right? Because. Whatever you think of Haaland, and I, I, you know, I, I don't particularly like him or the, or the club he plays for. He already had a track record at every level and every team he played for of like outstanding goal scoring records. And Nunez, ne- I know, had a decent one for Benfica, but ne- no, as Dave said, what Haaland's doing is unprecedented. So it's unfair to ever have compared him to Haaland just because they're two tall strikers that have been signed by the, the second and first uh, teams in the league. Um, so I'm not. I, I suppose. Look, tonight was encouraging because he started, and he played, and he didn't get sent off, and he played for most of the game. But we didn't, as as you have said, we we didn't score from open play. He didn't score despite having myriad chances. How much longer are we waiting here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if the result's not a positive one tonight, then we're looking at his positive steps forward in terms of his overall play and his movement and his getting on the end of the chances and sort of popping up and, I thought, being quite effective in different areas of the field. He was sort of on the left and the right at times and through the middle as well. Uh, and we're not looking at that as a, as a positive. It's like, fucking hell, he had like five chances in a game that we didn't win and he didn't score. But, you know, I guess it's kind of... De- beside the point it's going to be small steps from here moving forward yeah, and I think and I, tonight was was one and I, and I must stress I am playing devil's advocate I obviously don't want him to fail I want him to succeed as much as anybody else it would be great if he started banging them in and looking the business um, and I do I just think it's, a, it's going to be more transitional than we initially thought and I think when you spend as much money as he cost you kind of want them to go into the into the side and be ready-made. It's all right when when Andy Robertson costs eight million quid and doesn't you don't see him for for three months. You accept that because he's come from Hull and he cost eight million. When you've come from a Champions League side and you cost as much as he did, I think there's a little bit we're all a little bit taken aback that it's it's not that he's not the finished article. That he doesn't quite we it doesn't seem like the the the, the manager the, the team know how to play with him yet and that's a bit why have you bought him then I don't understand you because. Mm. You know, but again, I I am playing devil's advocate. I am slight, you know. He, he, I'm not his biggest fan because of the sending off. That is true, but I'm also I am I'm desperate for him to to come good. But tonight, yeah. though, I thought he, he looked like he did fit in. I thought he was involved in a lot of things. He didn't look like a 
a fish out of water. Like there's there's been other games where I, I totally get that. It, it's like he's not so much lost, but he he doesn't fit with what we're doing, and we're trying to do things to you know to fit him, and that doesn't suit us. I didn't think that was the case tonight, but albeit you've got to you've got to say that it's against Rangers, so that's got to be taken into account you know it's not like we've we've played really well against like a, a top side so tonight was a uh, definitely more more positives um the only negative really would be darwin didn't get a goal and we, we've only scored two in a game which we've completely dominated but other than that i felt like everything was positive tonight we had the system change trent had a great game got an ovation coming off um yeah i i, I liked everything that i've seen tonight but again, it's Rangers. It's Rangers, yeah. I mean, that that is that is the problem, isn't it? It's if that was, it, I know I know Napoli tanked um, Ajax six one tonight. But if it had been against if it had been against Napoli, obviously we'd have been made up. But if even if it had been against Ajax, we'd have been. I'd be feeling a lot more positive. But you know, Rangers are aren't very good, um, and they can you know they got a forty year old goalkeeper, which I only found out. I knew he looked old. Didn't know that before we started this. Um, They've got an old goalkeeper. They've got a bunch of cast-offs and young players who are championship level for the most part. So, if we'd have if we'd have played, it, I don't know, if we'd have played a mid, if we'd have played Blackburn in the League Cup with that team tonight and one like that, how positive would you be feeling? Well, it depends on the context, doesn't it? Like because we needed to see something because it's no, it's not so, being good. It's, so, so imagine tonight it was a League Cup tie. I'd still feel. Exact- Positive, but not massively. Okay. So I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be kidding myself about anything. Yeah. I'd probably feel the same as I do now. Okay, fair enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dave, um, you mentioned the system change. Do you think that's something that we might see more of going forward now? And and, and what did you make of how it worked overall? Definitely, I think we'll see more of it uh, for a, a few reasons. Um, what we've been doing has not been working. It looks like we've been found out to some extent. Certain players have not been. Uh, on form, I don't think the way we've been playing has helped. Specifically, Trent and Mo, which we talked about on, on the last part. I spoke about that like uh, at length, really. So to see that tonight, Trent played right back. There was none of this messing about, like in the centre forward position or like drifting into a number ten role. There was none of that. Trent played right back, and he was excellent. Now, albeit he didn't have to do any defending really. But still, it was nice to see him doing the things that he's good at, and you know that'll help his confidence no end. If his confidence was a problem, which I think it probably was, I mean he's had like so much shit thrown at him. He knows he's not playing well, so it's bound to have affected him. So tonight will have been like a, a real nice boost for him. But I, I just I said like in the last pod, I feel like we've just overcomplicated it with Trent, and we need mm-hmm. to just simplify things for him a bit and say, all right, look, you're playing right back, just get up and down the line. Whipping crosses, just get involved in the attack, just do your thing. Don't be, don't be worrying about whatever like these, you know, tweaks that we've been working on, where it's like you go central and then Mo, you drift out wide and all that, because it's just not helped either of them. Like you know, it probably looked great on the drawing board, and when like they come up with this idea of what they wanted to do, it's just not translated onto the pitch. And I just think we need to. Trent himself said, "Get back to basics." That's what we did tonight, and that's how I saw it. You know, I also like. Um, just having the two midfield players instead of one, you know, sitting in front of the defence, mm-hmm. you know, that's going to help because we've looked so vulnerable. Um, I mean, Trent called it four four two tonight, whereas everyone's saying four two three one. I mean, there's not really any difference. Uh, like Jota was was playing deeper um, than Darwin, 
Uh, I thought Jota looked good as well. I, I, he was able to find space and get on the turn, and I thought he wasn't mm-hmm. like involved massively, but I, I, he looked comfortable in that role. Uh, it's something like uh, I'd like to see him again against better opponents and see how that works. But yeah, I just thought that we looked more balanced tonight and, and everybody just looked a bit more comfortable in what they're doing. But again, you, you've got to say it's Rangers and you know, mm-hmm. you'd know expect us to, to handle them fairly comfortably. Yeah. It's almost frustrating in a way because we can't read too much into any of this. No. There's, a, there's a sort of... Um, but it's Rangers that's going to apply to everything tonight. But mm. we can sort of take some positives really. Like... The fact that it's Rangers, Jules, doesn't necessarily sort of have any impact on the fact that Trent's overall performance and the ins- the assuredness of his touch and just the, the the range of his passing, his delivery was good from set pieces. And then he got the goal after seven minutes. And um, it was a lovely little move for us leading up to the free kick that Darwin got fouled for. Some nice little one-touch interplay. And then... Um, and then, of course, like he just whips it into the top corner from 25 yards, and that's going to help anybody's anybody's confidence. Yeah, because Trent Trent's always one of those where you feel like he should get more from free kicks than he actually does. You know, it, mm. it, the amount of times he's lined up a free kick and it's been no good, it far outweighs the times they've come close. And but <laughs> leading up to the goal, I, I felt I thought two things. Like number one. We better at least hit the target on this because there was at one point four players over that ball discussing what was happening, and we all knew what was happening. So I don't know what they were discussing. And then the second thing was when they did a close up of Alan McGregor. It was, fuck me, he looks old. If they, if you can't if you can't put it into the top corner against him, there's going to be a problem as well. So at least he did put it into the top corner, and McGregor is indeed too old to get into the top corner. Um, and it's it it was uh, it's it's much needed for Trent. Like he's had, he's just it's like he's a lightning rod this season for the for the entire season, isn't he? He's he's entirely what's wrong with Liverpool and what's right with Liverpool this season, which isn't fair at all for him. But again, mm-hmm. I suppose if you want to be one of the superstars of the team, you're going to have to live and die by how the team goes sometimes. Even though I think I think it's been unfair. Um, yeah, I mean, but I think, think he's been singled out for some unfair crit. Well, not unfair crit, but for criticism. Even when things are going well, he's one of the first to get it. I feel like, yeah, if he's I, personally I, had a bad game. Yeah, I, I, I think what I find odd with with the trend criticism is not that he gets it. I, I, it's that other players are as culpable and seem to escape it, or don't get it. Don't aren't the first person to be drawn to you know drawn to the flame. Like Verge has been. Mm-hmm ordinary and below for most of the season and yet it's not like it's not like um people go yeah Verge was terrible in that game it's always Trent was terrible in that game first I don't get it I don't I don't I don't get it at all and he has he hasn't been good for parts of this season that's that's for certain um tonight he did look more short he did look better on the ball he, he did play better and I do, th- and part of me thinks, well, that's great for the confidence. And then part of me thinks, is that because Rangers couldn't press and couldn't hurry in the, in the same way some Premier League teams do? And so he had more time to think about it, to compose himself on the ball. Um, and maybe I'm getting too deep into the weeds there on what you know on the opposition, because ultimately he's probably man of the match tonight. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I'm. He's, he's sure. opened the scoring, as Dave said. They they they've kept it a little simpler for the team. And for him, and, and taking sort of the, the um, you know inside the inside baseball stuff mechanics for him out out of the equation, and and so it's just about not rebuilding his confidence wholesale because he still he must still have it. 
he's not completely broken but it's just sort of it's like a jigsaw that's missing pieces and you just need you know you, you have to find the you've dropped some of the pieces on the floor and you just have to pick it find the pieces and put them back in and mm-hmm. tonight's one of those where you put another piece back into into the trend jigs jigsaw because he is he is whether people like it or not um whether they're liverpool fans or they're england fans or whatever he is one of the better players of this generation of of, of footballers in England, and he will be at Liverpool for many years to come, and will probably be the captain someday. So, it's it behooves everyone to get him back up and and firing as quickly as possible. Um, and again, I think he's uh, he's not been great in some games, but some of the criticism's just been it's been too much. I don't know what the point is at some point, especially from some of our own fans. I don't know what the people point want is. to prove themselves right. But with, why? With this who cares? Can't defend. Like they've, they've, Shit, I'm they've on set a podcast, the stall out with that. And I, I couldn't care less whether I'm right or wrong. If I at the start of the season I said we'd finish top, I feel like a right chump. But it doesn't yeah. really matter, does it? Ultimately, you all did apart from me. Well, Bra- 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 didn't either. Bra- 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 I slaughtered Bra- yeah, Bra- for that. Yeah, you did. That's true. <laughs> but, but ultimately, it doesn't really matter if I'm right or wrong, does it? Who cares? Like if so, so what if you're right on the internet or you're wrong on the internet? Who cares? Like who really cares? And to be proved to to give it, you know, give it the old Captain Holt vindication scale. What you want a ten out of ten on the vindication scale? Because you said Trent was a bit shit at defending, and he's he's been a bit shit at defending in a few games. I just that's I, exactly you, it, though. You, but yeah. It's fine if you look if you're an England fan. You know, we've, we we you can have the discussion about England, which is. The system they play is probably not suited to the style of play that Trent has. Therefore, it makes sense that maybe it's someone else in that in that right back role. And again, I'm not an England fan, so I couldn't care less what England do. I get that. If you're an England fan, you know it's fine. But if you're a Liverpool fan, I don't understand why you would ever I'd look. We all, no one's above criticism. Not even Klopp. No one's above criticism. No one's immune from criticism. But. Uh, but to continuously hammer the point home that, that that Trent's out of form and a bad defender, I don't see what you get out of it because again, it, it, he's going to be around for a long time and he needs we need him firing. He's one of the main creative forces of the team. Let, forget about the defending; he's one of the main creative forces of the team. One of the reasons we're not playing very well is because the wing backs or the, the you know the full backs as they as they are at the moment aren't aren't creating that much. Even Simakas. Is you know is in for Robertson. He's not exactly creating a lot of chances down there at the moment. So I just I just want to see. I just want Trent needs and like what are we got now we got Arsenal, then we have got Rangers again, and then we've got City. So it's not easy. I just want a, a steady away performances from Trent in the next few games. Just mm-hmm. just just as Dave says, keep it simple. Play play the play the role. Don't don't overcomplicate it. Carry on, and more performances like this, and it'll all all, all the noise will go away. Not that I think yeah. he listens to all of it anyway. But you yeah. know, just on that note as well, though, Jules, when I, I agree with everything you said, and when when you said, but you know, it's Rangers. I think in this instance, it doesn't matter that it's Rangers yeah, because we know Trent can do it against anybody. The main thing is like Trent's just got to get himself it. right, and it doesn't matter who yeah. the opposition is. So if if playing like that tonight lifts him and gives him more confidence, it doesn't matter if he's playing the dog and duck tonight or if he's playing Rangers. It's about Trent. It's not really about who who we're up against because we've we've seen it. We know Trent can do this against anybody. So we've just got to get Trent right. And if tonight's a, a step in that direction, then great. And it doesn't even matter that Rangers are shit. Dog and duck's my local pub, by the way. Yeah. 
They probably give ranges again. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, my local club, Shrewsbury Town, would have given ranges again mm. tonight. Bloody yeah. hell, they had some absolute chumps in that team, didn't they? Like, yeah, actually, cool. Connor Goldson was the centre half was at Shrewsbury. That it was just a team. Full he was of fucking bossed tonight. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was really good. He's yeah. the reason it was two 0 and not six 0 <laughs> Like him and the goalkeeper. It's funny yeah, you that... should bring up that bring him because of course he was playing next to a player who was at Liverpool and has never played. <laughs> never right. played. Yeah, and, and, I mean uh, there were two players. Never even seen him tonight. Never noticed him at all. Or every time we attacked, it was just Goldson. Was like yeah. making a block or you know getting a clearance. You didn't see any of the other defenders. It was just him all the time. I think Ben Davis might actually be an invisible person because yeah. he played for us for over a year as well, and nobody saw him then mm-hmm. either. Like so, it doesn't exactly stand out that he didn't stand out in a game at Anfield. Um, but yeah, I mean, even with the old goalie, I love an old goalkeeper. You know, like proper old school, <laughs> isn't it? Like. Yeah. Mark Crossley and Dave Besson and Tony Coton all played. some tracky bottoms on and then you'd be <laughs> <Yeah>. well away. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, that's some proper 90s stuff, that, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but he, he had, I mean, I didn't, wouldn't say many of the saves he made were worldies in that first half, but they all needed saving, mostly from Nunes, who, who was shooting straight at him. But, you know, I don't think you can complain about that as a, as a 40-year-old goalkeeper coming to Anfield and not conceding a goal from open play and one of them was a penalty and the other one was a... Free kick in the top bins. Did it right yeah. there, Dave. He did. He's probably made, what, seven or eight saves tonight. Yeah. Most of them you'd expect him to make, but there was a couple that were really good saves. The so, one from Jota was a really good save. Yeah, it was. And uh, the one from, from Moen, I think in the first half, he tried to bend it. He got down and, and um, hmm. he just got a hands on it, didn't he? Is this surprised the that he got down in the first place at the age of 40? Yeah, I mean, he, he did go down like a roller line, but he still... <laughs> still got a hand on it and saved it so you know at that age fair play to him he's, no, he's I, done the business good for him at, at 41 when I get out of bed in the morning my ankles absolutely kill because mm. <laughs> I've been lying in bed and if the cat's been sleeping at the end of the bed on my feet and they've been they've been like you know flat down I'm, I'm, walk, I'm walking like Albert Steptoe when I get out of bed it's terrible <laughs> business oh man that doesn't bode well for the next 30 years of your life but it, it doesn't no no bloody middle aged the middle aged <laughs> way podcast <laughs> um, but yeah sort of we went in um, one one goal up at half time from the free kick everything's looking a bit more bright and like Jules we we can't really be turning our nose up at anything positive at the moment so I don't I, I don't think we should sort of go too deep into yeah it was only Rangers but this was positive overall. We played well and we won and we kept a clean sheet. And, you know, that's hopefully going to perhaps give us a little step on the ladder, um, a little rung on the ladder in order to, you know, for some bigger games coming out. No, absolutely. Because let's be frank, you can say, oh, it was only rages. But if we'd have drawn or lost, <laughs> there'd have been a massive fallout from it. Yeah. So, you know, considering the form we've been in, um, it, 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 yes, it's only rages, but I wouldn't say it was a. I, you know, if you'd have asked me to put money on it, I would have put a money on a on a Liverpool win. But I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been massively confident given how we've played recently because you just don't know what the team's going to produce. So, no, you're right. Any any positive you can take, we need to take it because again, much like Trent, it's a jigsaw that needs rebuilding, and any piece you can put back in, is to be welcomed. Uh, clean sheet. I mean, 
I'd have been livid if Rangers had scored tonight. Yeah, we got sloppy at the us. end, didn't we? We yeah. did, yeah. That that was just that was just li- the the very the very usual the cliched foot off the gas at the mm. end. The the game's won. Um, so maybe a little reminder there that to some of the players that yes they are shit, but you know even a shit team can have still got professionals in them that might give you a problem. But no, that 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 was uh, you know a clean sheet, um, two goals, fairly fairly event free. Um, we need event-free games. We've had too, ma- too far too many events have been happening in our games recently. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, so I'm taking I, um, I'm taking my nephew to watch like into Miami tomorrow night. He's never been to a game anymore. And I'm just looking forward to just like watching a football match in like a stress-free environment. Yeah. <laughs> you know, where there's just nothing on the line. I can sit back and have a beer and watch a game of football. But, um, but yeah. Definitely, definitely positives. I mean, one of the major positives for, for me was just realizing how shit Rangers were because I didn't really have any frame of reference. Only the fact that they did well to get to the Europa League final last year because uh, I don't watch Scottish football. So, you know, it's difficult to know just how good or not good they, they were going to be. Uh, but they, you know, they were rubbish. And um, <laughs> Do you know what, though? I just It just hit me there. We've set ourselves up for one fucking almighty fall if they beat us next week. <laughs> yeah, but just, let's just be... Uh, they, uh, yeah, you're right. But, like, Ibrox will be loud. And we are still quite fragile. And as we've done to many teams over the years, if you get a good atmosphere and get ahead of steam, uh, you know, a fair wind behind the home team and the crowd's up for it, it can it can sort of temporarily temporarily stun the, the opposition. And again, yeah. we're we're not firing all cylinders. So again, if you if I was putting money on it next week, I'd put money on a Liverpool win. But I wouldn't be surprised if they took the lead first or something like that, mm-hmm. because it's just that's how we are at the moment. I'd maybe our uh, maybe our players will be intimidated by the rousing pre-kickoff rendition of "God Save the King." Oh, I know. <laughs> Do you know what I, I was thinking when I was watching that tonight, and I heard them singing that, and I'm like, it, "See, I, I think the other week I, I couldn't get over it when like um, I, they had like the uh, the minute silence at Ibrox, and, and like and they were all singing "God Save the Queen" and that, and, and then "God Save the King," whatever. I'm like, there's like forty thousand Scots. And they're singing that. What do the rest of Scotland think about that? Like, and you know, I don't know if I mentioned it on air. I definitely uh, I wrote about it and I said, like, you know, when when Rangers fans are watching Braveheart, are they rooting <laughs> against Mel Gibson? And, I've and got I'm, to be honest, I'm being Dave, deadly serious. I don't understand like the mentality. I've I've got to be honest. I think if most Scottish people are watching the film Braveheart, they're rooting against Mel Gibson. You know. <laughs> Because that film is not accurate, and I don't think Australian, not non-friend of the Jewish people, Mel Gibson is top of the top of the list of people they want to be. Yeah, yeah, but back when he made hero. that film, he wasn't he wasn't known as being a twat, was he? He was popular when he made that, like. Yeah, but, he was. Yeah. And I still watch Mad Max too. It's a great Saturday night movie. So yes, but I I don't I I I I, I think Scottish football would be, would be better if Rangers and Celtic weren't there. To be honest. I had a little little chat with this with John um, before the game on the weekend because he said like you know Scottish football might be nothing without those two. I said well it might also be something without those two because all they've done is taken the oxygen, they, they're stupid secretarian nonsense, and then um, 
they've taken the oxygen out of the league. They've dominated it for What's so that? long. What's fighting about secretaries? They are, yes. <laughs> it's whether they. Uh... I was waiting to pull him up. Man. I, I was, I was waiting. There's as no well. way I was letting that go. No, no, that's abs- that's absolutely fair. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you. The, at the time I was saying it, I knew I tripped over my words, but I thought I can't be asked to correct myself because I'm sure someone will. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I don't know why they're so fucking bothered about secretaries because, you, you know, they call them PAs these days anyway. There's no need to get one up about it. <laughs> no, but I, the whole, the whole, the, the whole stuff in Scotland between those two is just, I'm sure the rest of Scotland's sick of their bullshit. Yeah. They're mm. like, the, they're like, the, they're like the warring neighbours on your street and everyone else on the street's like, had enough of it. And like, I wish they'd just fuck off. And then you get the stupid, oh, or, you know, wouldn't it be great if they were in the Premier League? No, no, it wouldn't be great mm-hmm. if they are in the Premier League. You know, this, they, they, they're arguing, they're Scottish people arguing over other countries is, is, is the basic, is, is you know, they're, they're arguing over Rangers over England and Celtic over Ireland. And it's just, yeah, and it, it just bleeds into it. Um, it. It's just, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Um, it is so, weird though, for we, me, like, I mean, Me my too. wife is, yeah, well, my, my wife is Catholic and I was like raised Anglican just by like default, really, not through any like belief system or anything because like that. Because that. Well, it's England's predominant religion, isn't it? So, yeah. yeah it's not... And, you know, I went to a Church of England primary school or whatever. I was baptized and stuff. But when I came to the States and then when my wife, you know, when my wife comes over, she likes to do a little church service every once and again, every once in a while. And she was shocked that it's just the same fucking service. It's like the it's 95%, <laughs> the exact but, same service between the but, Catholic and the Protestant one. Just, you know, you know, you you know can the just join thing. hands and get over it. You know the mad thing though, right? You say like, you know, you, you grew up and you, you know, Church of England and all that. And I bet you, as a, as a kid growing up, or even as a teen, never thought, do you know what though? They're fucking Catholics. Because <laughs> no. you know, like I, I went to my, I was educated in church, you know church schools primary and secondary, and I never went come out to the church school. I never all those years of religious studies and all that stuff. I never once thought to myself, yeah, yeah, fair enough. But I tell you, all those fucking Catholics and knobheads, aren't they? I just it just didn't enter me head. I don't know where it comes from, but it didn't. You know, you didn't. It did in in parts of England and obviously in Wales. You don't. It just doesn't even factor in into mm-hmm. into your thinking. You don't. If someone's Catholic, I sort of just thought, all right, yeah. Do you go to church? Yeah. Right. Okay. Fool. Okay. There's yeah. <laughs> there's not there's nothing for there's nothing to it. Me. I know it. I know it's obviously a lot more than that. It's a lot more history behind. Yeah. Behind... The, the geopolitical. Malarkey. Yeah. Right, but... It's it just still it's just weird to me that you've got like the away end tonight full of like Scottish people and they're singing like God Save the King and it's like well. It's it's basically it's like you've got a load of England fans with Scottish accents just sat in the way. <laughs> but, uh, but obviously they view it as a British and anthem. Britannia and all of that. And I don't know. But they they view themselves as British and it's a British anthem. So in from that respect, how strange really is it? I just don't get it. But you know. Well, I, you know, I, I again, we, I'm not going into anthems and all all that stuff again. But it, you just I suppose you have to just frame it as they are they view themselves through uh, as British. And they are singing the British anthem. So that's as far as they're concerned. I mean, they, they had Union Jacks at the front of the away end tonight and all that kind of good stuff. And you think, why wouldn't you have the the St Andrew's Cross? But they don't. They have they don't. They have the they have the Union flag. That's 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 how they roll. Yeah. It's how they define themselves. It's 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 strange. It's strange to me. But you know. No, I'm completely ignorant about it all. I've got no idea why they do what they do. I just find it really strange. But 
It's the know, dislike whatever. of Mel Gibson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I sort of really wanted us to put them to the sword tonight, not necessarily because of any of that stuff that I find quite risible anyway, but it just grinds my gears listening to people, like namely our fans who have Rangers and Celtic as their like second team, talking about Always them as if they're suspicious like... suspicious of people with second teams, especially if they're the Scottish too. Well, they talk about them as if they're these massive clubs, which in this era, apart from like a rabid fan base of religious fanatics, like they're absolutely not. (laughs) Like I hated the fact that Gerard went there and lowered himself to that. Like I hated all that shit the other week with the embarrassing mural with the stamp. I just wanted us to (laughs) just really, really lay like a stone cold beating on them. And um, I suppose I'm a little bit disappointed that that didn't happen. But yeah, it's mainly like... uh, my dislike for them is mainly through our fans, like bickering about Rangers and Celtic on the forum and stuff. Fuck off. Rant <laughs> <laughs> over. The two sides are the same coin, aren't they? That's, you know. But um, I, I've got no preference for either. I don't particularly dislike either. I, I just find the whole thing bewildering. But yeah, I think we should move on. I think we've, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've, Let's we've go said enough. To what? The um, hips and hearts? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, hips uh, all day. If it's good enough for the proclaimers, yeah, it's good yeah, enough hips, for me. Yeah, yeah, sunshine on Leith. Yeah, absolutely. All right, right, right move on. Um, move on. So, Sorry. <laughs> moving on. Amazing little run from Diaz. Definite penalty. Um, he got fouled twice. Two players yeah, fouled him. And a neat and tidy pen from Mo, and then it's pretty much game over from that point on. Yeah, the second goal was we needed that just because. You saw what happened in the last five minutes. You know, all it takes is just one moment, and you know, all your whole, all the work that you've put in counts for nothing. You know, so you've got to get like the second goal. Uh, once we did, I, I really thought we'd go on and score more, and you know, I'm surprised that we didn't. But maybe we're keeping them for the weekend. Fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I, isn't that just part of the misfire and attack that we've had for most of the season where even when we've scored goals like Bournemouth or Brighton, it just it just doesn't feel quite right? Well, it definitely because... didn't think he's Brighton. We scored three yeah. goals and I thought we were pretty shit going forward. Yeah. it just We just lack that fluidity, don't we? I don't think that tonight, though. I thought we had the fluidity. We just didn't have the, the end product. But I thought yeah. it was it was the, the best we've played like for looking cohesive since Bournemouth. But again, you know, it was Rangers. Yeah. You can subscribe to the Liverpool Way podcast on all the major platforms, whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon or Podbean. Just search for the Liverpool Way, leave us a review and hit subscribe to automatically receive all new episodes. You can also head to liverpoolway.co.uk and grab a TLW season ticket for just £3 a month. There's tons of exclusive content, including match reports from every Liverpool game, weekly Premier League roundups, the TLW diary, and access to the members-only forum. Lastly, you can follow us on social media at the Liverpool Way on Twitter and at the Liverpool Way TLW on Instagram and Facebook. I mean, there's not much to really report after the the second goal went in. Really, not a lot, not that much in my notes. There was the good save from Gorham, um, not Gorham. Go- from, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's me going on about old goalies again, McGregor. And um, I thought it was quite funny that Hendo's got back to looking really pissed off for the fact that he's been substituted. I can only assume that's like a good sign that he feels good and yeah. ready to play ninety minutes. And because it was but, obvious that you'd take him off, you, you don't yeah. take any chances with. You know, the, the injuries he's had recently, of course you're going to bring him off. I was a bit surprised to see him pissed off. But as you say, he must feel, now I can do 90 minutes. So, yeah, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. That's Simicla- uh, Simicass. 
clearance off the line was great. Yeah. And Milner's tackle on the edge of the box as well. Yeah, you know, I, 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 you can you just tell as well from Weston's, can't you? Yeah. You can just tell by the body shape, you know who it is as soon as it's happening. Yeah. like, oh, that's Milner. Yeah. And you're also new when you've seen him coming in, you, you just win yeah. to go, oh, that lad's in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> He's going <getting> flat. <laughs> you get at least one of those a game from yeah. games these days, don't you? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. nice. Did you see, right. he's like, that, um, he's like that, that guy who got on the pitch... Uh, in the 49ers Rams game last uh, on Monday last night Monday night, <laughs> did you see it? I think so. The the, the linebacker came on and, and yeah, just he ran on. Out, he, he ran on with a with a smoke bomb, like legging yeah. it around the field, and then he got too close to the Rams sideline and he got jacked up by two of the linebackers. Yeah. It's like you don't go on the don't invade it, don't invade American football, mate. <laughs> They've all got gear on. They're not bothered. They're gonna just put you on your ass straight away. That was Milner's tackle. Yeah. Can we get a few right. linebackers down to Goodison? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they should have linebackers instead of Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, or maybe um, maybe just like NFL receivers and pitch invaders need to start wearing the Lonsdales and <laughs> evade them, evade the linebackers completely. Oh, there God. you go, NFL wide receivers, get yourself some Lonsdales. Forget those Nikes. Um, yeah, so anything else you guys want to add until we uh, go on to a much more daunting looking fi- uh, fixture at the weekend? Uh, no, I think we've covered it all, haven't we? All right. Yeah, well, it was on um, Rangers. I can't assume that either of you are looking forward to this one too much. It's kind of the dreaded scenario, really, isn't it, Dave? Because you guys have just been rinsing them for so long. You've yeah. kind of sort of made a profession out of it. And you're very good at it, to be fair. But it's starting to unravel a bit. And there's been a bit of a role reversal. And they actually look very, very good um, in this early stage of the season. And we look a bit like them. Yeah, that's the problem. Is like We do look like them. And they've started to look a bit like us. Uh, it's really hard for me to take, you know, because I'm not going to apologise for anything that we've said about them either. Because at the time we were saying it, it was completely justified and it was it was right. But it's no longer the case at the moment. But I'm still not prepared to accept that they've still not got that in them, you know, that Arsenal gene. And I'm hoping that Sunday's where, like, it is Sunday, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Sunday is where, like, they'll they'll shit the bed because they're playing against us. Because they were smelling themselves last time. They got the draw at Anfield. We went there for the second leg of the cup game and they proper smelling themselves. And then we just went there and just took care of them. Like, no fuss, just went there, got the job done. Um, I'm hoping that we can do something similar on Sunday. But I am. Uh, There is like a lot of trepidation there. Mm -hmm. I mean, Jules, for me, part of my worry is that we we all know what it's like to be that team that's on the up when you face a team that have been much superior to you for years, but they're on a kind of slight downward trajectory. It's kind of like it feels new, it's exciting, they've got youth and pace and exuberance in the team, all those things that you associate us with having in the early parts of the cop era. Yeah, right, when we were when we've sort of coming into our own and really, really on the rise. And... Um, you know, hopefully this is another flash in the pan, but it looks for all the money in the world that they might actually be be onto something and and are going to be contenders at the at the top of the table for a while. Um. Uh, so they they've they've played eight. They've won seven this season. So it depends how how much you want to say like 
you know, Dave's talking about are they going to revert to type or you know is that is that DNA still there? Seven and one t- tells me that they've probably evolved beyond that uh, right now, and that we should be quite worried about going there because it's it's at it's at the it's at their place. Um, the they they are as you've said they've got a lot of pace they've got a lot of youthful exuberance. They are they are have boundless confidence they just come off winning the, the north london derby um in 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 happier times this would be set up for a classic arsenal lose 3-0 i don't think that'll happen this time i i i i i am prepared i have steeled myself for us getting beaten and getting getting picked off by them on sunday mm-hmm. um possibly losing Two one. Now the only caveat I would say to that is, we've only lost one game this season in the league, and we were in absolute shambles in that game. Now I don't expect us to be a shambles in this game, but I also don't know whether we've got the resolve to see out a win. We couldn't see it out at home against Brighton after coming back from two 0 down with the crowd up for it. I don't know if we'll be able to do it here. So I would say most likely result on Sunday is a draw. And I'm not going to lie, if you offered me that now, I'd say, all right, thank you, we'll move on because I don't want to lose to them. Yeah, I mean, but that was going to be they, my next question, really. Because they will see, they will probably see you drawing with us as a failure right now because that's what Arsenal fans are like and, and that, that's what the culture is like. They think they will think draw, lose, not taking maximum points from us right now is a, is a, will be a failure. Um, so a draw, a draw wouldn't be great for us either in terms of challenging for the top four. But I, I just... I, it's, I, I just... I, I, I've, I'm prepared. I'm prepared that we're not very good at the moment and, and they are massively confident and in great form and therefore you, you should probably go with the form book I think the concern for me Dave um, was I think if Arsenal were going to re- revert to type it would have happened on Saturday I watched a good part of that uh, of that game on Saturday probably up until about 70 minutes and they went ahead they were playing really well and then they conceded like a really stupid penalty out of nothing and then you, the sort of muscle memory kicks in and you're thinking, ah, yeah, maybe, maybe this is the same old Arsenal. But then they gathered themselves again and they went again and they won the game like quite comfortably. And it was Spurs' shitty DNA that kicked in with one of the, you know, one of those stupid fullbacks that's always getting sent off or giving away penalties for Spurs. There's about four of them. I don't know which one it was. <laughs> was it Emerson Royale, was it? Was that which, yeah. one, that which one it was? Royale yeah. with um, cheese. <laughs> Royale with cheese. Cheese. <laughs> Get movie impressions back again. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, would you go along with Jules and 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 take a point on Saturday? Sunday? No. 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 Okay. No. Not, not at there all. yet. No, I'm not there. Um, with the North London derby, I think like something mad. Like the last 17 games have all been won by like the home team. So it, it's just a case of if that game would have been at Spurs. And either conceded the goal to go one 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 all after being in the lead, did they probably lost it? But it was at Arsenal, and the home team always wins those games. So I'm not reading too much into that. Plus the fact Spurs just went the full Spurs, as you said. Um, Arsenal have been good. I'm not I'm not like dismissing that at all. They've played well this season. You know they they've got exciting young forward players. Jesus has added a lot to them, but I still see like 
same flaws that have always been there. They've just not really stood out as much so far, but there's no reason why we can't expose those flaws. But they we've got to get on the edge defensively, together. don't they? Yeah, I, I'm, like, I'm United, not, that's I'm not United convinced by them, the, wasn't it? the yeah. midfield either. You know, I, I just think that if we do... Are you convinced by our do, midfield, though? No, I'm not. I'm, not, I'm yeah, saying like problem, uh, we've yeah. got to go there and play... Um, play our game and if we do then we'll beat them the only thing I'd say about our form is I didn't mention this after the Brighton game but Klopp touched on it and I thought yeah that's probably fair I mean he didn't make any excuses he said it was like horrible to watch and very worrying but somebody asked him about the Ajax game and how we'd shown like you know signs of progress there and it looked like maybe we, we were getting back on track and he said, yeah, but it was so long between games, we couldn't take anything from that. Like, whatever positives we had from that, we didn't carry them into the next game because it was, like, weeks later. So the we hadn't played for, like, a couple of weeks. We'd been playing badly most of the season. We had, like, got back on track a little bit with that performance, but because we didn't get to build on that at all, it was like we kind of went back to square one. So maybe we've got that out of our system with the Brighton game. We've changed some things around because it's that might have been like um, a turning point in terms of like Klopp saying, "Okay, look, this four-three-three, what we've been doing, uh, we we need to change." And he's done that tonight. Now maybe we stick with that from now on. I don't know. Maybe we go back to four-three-three at the weekend. I don't know, but I'd like to think that you know now that we're playing regularly again, like every few days, we might get into some kind of rhythm and just blow off the cobwebs that that were there against Brighton because. That was the, the first twenty minutes of that game was so bad. I mean, mm. after that, it wasn't as bad until we got three two up and then we, we sort of stopped playing, and, and Brighton came at us again. But um, yeah, the, if you start a game like that, if we start like that against Arsenal, and and God forbid we start like that the week after against Man City, there's no telling what will happen. So we we need to get get our shit together there. None of this like slow start falling behind. I don't want to fall behind to Arsenal. I, I don't don't want that at all because. The best we're looking at there will be a draw. But if we can go there and, and score early against them, put the doubt in their mind, uh, you know, maybe then we get a bit of confidence and we pick them off on the break and all the chances we missed tonight, maybe we convert some of them at the weekend. So, no, mm -hmm. I, I'm I'm worried about it just because it's going to be horrible to get beat by them after, like, you know, just taking the piss out of them for so long. It's like, oh, it feels like, you know, me chickens are coming home to roost. So it'd be particularly bad for me and Jules because of that. So that that's what worries me. It's not the game itself that worries me because I, I am relatively confident that we'll go there and play well. I don't know why, but that's that's yeah. just how I'm feeling. I mean, that's it, isn't it, with footy? Like, unless you're Everton, the chickens always do come home to roost. Like, you get everybody gets their comeuppance eventually and there's always that result that sort of... Um, sort of chastises you for the the great fun you've had taking the piss for what's it been now seven or eight years of us just absolutely whooping Arsenal every time we play them yeah um them thinking they've got a chance us slapping them back down them sort of thinking they're back on the up again um and getting slapped down by someone like Brentford or something so you know like these things are always always um secular yeah. and um this was going to happen eventually they were going to land on the right manager they were going to use all that good talent that's been coming through the youth system well and they were going to start making some good sign-ins and playing some some good football and you know like I'm not quite in the same camp as you two guys where I resent it that much um, so I think I can just fall back on like blaming you you two for everything that happens on Sunday and and, and not thinking too more much more about it yeah we've brought uh, it on ourselves yeah 
I mean, and if you um, like t talking about the system, you mentioned um, Dave that people were sort of debating whether it was a four four two or a four two three one. Like, do you think on Sunday we might sort of make that more? If we do stick with this, to make it more of a four four two in terms of just sort of trying to shore up those areas of the field where we have really struggled uh, defensively in recent weeks? I think so, yeah. I, um, I hope so. I hope we do that. I think that's our, our our best route out of this at the moment. I mean, I'm not saying that we'll never go back to, to, to the 4-3-3 that saved us so well, but as much as anything else, it, it just shakes things up a bit for the opposition because everybody knows what we're going to do and, and they've known what we've been doing for years and yeah, it's worked, but if you give like analysts three, four years to come up with a plan, eventually they're going to find a way to nullify what you're doing. So maybe that's part of the problem that we've had this year, but as soon as you mix it up and you, you do something different, like Klopp basically said that at the start of that Brighton game, we weren't prepared for Brighton because they, they didn't play the way we thought they were going. We didn't know what they were going to do because they changed the manager. And what they did completely surprised us. And it was like 20 minutes or so before we were able to adapt and stop what they were doing. Now, I don't know what they were doing because they just looked like the same old Brighton to me. It looked right. like they were doing what they've always done against us. But it's all these like little nuances where... Maybe like we're expecting a player to be in space in this part of the pitch, but they were somewhere else and we weren't prepared for it. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not qualified to to look at that and analyse it. But Klopp saying that did make me think, well, yeah, maybe that's what we need to be doing. Do something like uh, which will completely shock Arsenal on Sunday so like they're not prepared for what we're doing. Uh, we did do that. What was the game? I think it was at Old Trafford, wasn't it, a couple of years ago? And we played the four forwards. Mm -hmm. And we just flew at them for like fifteen minutes, and then was it City as well? It was might City away. We did it. Could it. have and been the game finished two. Yeah, two. it was City. That was it. It was City. Yeah, you're right. Uh, we did that, and and it completely surprised them. But eventually, they, they figured out what we were doing, and they made adjustments, and then it, it it became like more difficult for us. But to start the game when we did that, we did catch them on the hop. So, you know, maybe like if you just mix it up a bit and do something a bit different on, on Sunday, just to make us less predictable. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you, Jules, do you have any uh, sort of um, preference for how we line up on Sunday? No, because... Um, I, well, I, well, I suppose I do, I suppose. It depends on Arsenal line up in midfield, but I suppose how we played, how we set up tonight is probably the way we should go going forward because... We can go back to that. I was only Rangers, but they didn't exactly have a lot of chances. Now was that down to a how the how the team is now how how it lined up, and how they how they were told to play, or was it just because Rangers are dog shit? I'm not sure. Probably both. Yeah. Fair enough. But it it wasn't working the other way, was it? You know, bright as uh, Brighton just side through us at will in that first half, and whether we knew what they were doing or not, they still side through us, and they still. They put us under a real big spell of pressure in the second half, leading up to their third goal. So I would probably, if we if we've gone with that tonight against Rangers, I would probably lean to doing that. I'd probably I'd I'd, I'd want Jota starting because uh, he seems to do well against Arsenal. Um, I I wouldn't be terribly upset if Fabinho didn't play because he's been bang out of form recently. Um, I would probably probably start Nunez as well because he he costs 70, 63 million he has to play he has to get integrated into the team we're not playing well anyway we we're not we're not top of the league we're not 
we're not challenging for for top honors at the moment. Just play him, get him in there. The only way he, he scores goals and gets better is by playing in the team, right? So mm-hmm. may I maybe maybe you tweet. I wouldn't if Hendo can play. Maybe Hendo's come off tonight with a view of playing on Sunday. Thiago looked in 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 good nick. Maybe uh, maybe just go with the team that's been playing tonight. Try yeah, and play yourself into form. I I, I do that with one one change, uh, and I am fifty fifty on this. I I agree with you about Jota does well against Arsenal. So does Bobby. Right. True. So I'd, I'd yeah. probably go and with Bobby because form. because yeah. it's away. I I would I would go with Bobby just because he'll help out the midfield a little bit more. It's more natural to him, you know, and we might need that. There's going to be times when we need to dig in a little bit because Arsenal are going to have spells where they're going to have like a lot of the ball and put us under pressure. So I think maybe uh, Bobby for that game, especially because he's playing well, you know, even when he come on tonight, I thought again, you know, a couple of nice touches. He looks sharp. Uh, he looks mm-hmm. confident. Jota's playing well as well. So, I mean, it is a toss of the coin and you could just leave Nunez out and play Jota up front with, with Bobby behind. But, no, I I think we if we're playing like this system, I think we should start Nunez when we're playing this way. If we go four three three, then that's a different conversation, and maybe go with with the, the players who are familiar with it. But uh, if we're doing this system, then I'd like to see Nunez playing again because I thought there was a lot to be positive with him tonight, and and I feel like he's ready to 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 kick on now. You know, once he gets like a. a, a some games under his belt because he, how many starts has he had is it four it was two before he got sent off um, this might be his third it I mean be, it's, either, it's, it's ridiculous that we're even having this discussion like you know not so much that we're having this discussion but all like the noise around him when mm-hmm. he's only had like less than a handful of starts I mean, he started the derby he started against Palace and he started tonight I, is there another one Charity Shield he come on as a sub. He came on in that, I think. Oh, did he? Oh, did so, I mean, mm-hmm. he's had less than a handful of starts. We shouldn't well, even it's be because judging he's, him. He's, it's because he got sent off. He hasn't scored many goals and the team's misfiring. That's so all true, but it, it doesn't change the fact that like, well, it's not fair, but then this, this stuff is never Less fair, than a handful it? of starts. It's, like, it's, it's too instant. It's like this instant gratification that everyone's got to have. These days, it's like you it's know. The, I think it's the sending off that's that's that screwed him over. Well, it has with you because you're never going to forgive him for that. No, I'll never get over it. Um, I don't know what it's going to take, but like it's probably going to be like a, a hat trick against City next week or something, and maybe then you well, might to lose six three slack. after Haaland's got two hat tricks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Don't yeah. even joke about that. Yeah, it, it could happen. Could well <laughs> happen. I think terminate the um, lucky motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Do you know? I've decided. I, you know, I said like a few weeks ago, like I know who he looks like, and I'm gonna save it for the pod to sort of reveal it. Oh yeah. Uh, he looks like um, upside down David Beckham from Stranger Things. Like if you put David Beckham in the upside down, <laughs> that's what he'd look like. Venka. <laughs> Just like a weird sort of undertone of evil is, with some slight sort of is, borderline is disfigurement. Ve- is it not? Is it not Vecna? Vecna, yeah, yeah, there you go. Isn't Wenger the? Is that the upside down Arsene Wenger? <laughs> That's Mikel Arteta. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I trust that Jules, if uh, if Darwin bags a couple on Sunday, um, no the one would be more pleased. Redemption is is well and truly on for you then, and we can start talk moving beyond the sending off. 
No one would be more pleased if he scored a hat-trick and, and that led us to a win over Arsenal than me. No one. I tell you what, I tell you what I'll do. If he, if he, scores, if he's, if he scores and we beat Arsenal on Sunday, I'll buy a shirt with Nunez's name on it. All right. There you go. There you go. Okay. That's my pa- pact with the footballing gods. If, <laughs> if, we can, if we can beat Arsenal and continue our beautiful record over them and Nunez scores... I go out and get it. I'll even get the nasty away shirt if you want. I'll okay. go and get that one. And will you wear it to the match? Will you wear it to the match like without no, a jumper? I'm, o- I'm over forty. I've got. I can only wear old football shirts to the match now. No, no. Wear shirts that... Oh, I'll wear it under a jumper. I'll get, yeah, I'll give a no, shirt. No, wear it over a jumper. <laughs> over a jumper. No, no. How about no. this then? If he if he scores a hat trick against Arsenal on Sunday and we win, you will get one of his neck tattoos. <laughs> yeah, let me. I'm not gonna lie. I, even even offering me another twenty years of of life would not would not get lead me to get a neck tattoo. Yeah. So you know the only thing if you said you can have two million quid and get a neck tattoo, I go yes, I'd do that. And then get it that's removed. The, yeah. I then get it removed. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only way I'm ever getting a neck tattoo. Jules, Jules, if he scores four and we beat Arsenal, will you yeah. get your hair done like him with the undershaved bit and shave off your beard? And wear the shirt over a jumper. <laughs> and get the neck tattoo. <laughs> I reckon that's um, fair. Yeah. I, I, yeah, no. I think you can agree to that. It's not like it's it, the chances of that happening are way lower than us signing Gary McAllister back in the day and Dave making that Shit, silly look, I, I, can ag- I, yeah. I could agree to it. I still wouldn't do it. <laughs> You're not a man of your word then, are you, mate? I'm not... <laughs> oh, the disappointment in your voice there. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> All right, we'll come up with something. We'll just we'll we'll go with yeah, the shirt come up for with now. Something. I'm just uh, I'm paying. I'm I'm seeing how much replica shirts are these days. They're not cheap. That's true. Yeah, you're basically just paying a hundred pounds for something that you're probably never going to wear, and um, on something that's not that much of a likely possibility. But you know, I think if we put it out there with the football gods, it's something that's within the realms of plausibility. Yeah, I'm only asking for, for one goal. Yeah, I'm only asking for only one goal. That's not too. We much beat to them and he scores. I'm not asking for hat tricks or mad shit. Come on, Darwin. Hmm? Time to evolve. <laughs> All right. Nice. And on that note. Yeah. <laughs> hey, is there anything you guys want to add tonight before we sign off? Uh, no, no. I think we've covered everything. Nice. Yeah, good stuff. And just you know, just I want to add one last thing about our comments on the Rangers and Celtic rivalry. Like we're just having a bit of fun. We know there's much more to it than different slightly different parts of the same christian religion and that's kind of like important stuff as well yeah so, so don't be um, coming after us don't want all, <laughs> yeah right exactly <laughs> don't want all them fucking weirdos coming after us over it. yeah the guys with the drums and the sashes and all that mm. kind of stuff like yeah it's just a bit of fun um so yeah um dave and some of the lads will be back after the arsenal game come what may let's hope uh, it's a stay of execution for him Uh, and he gets another year of taking the piss out of Arsenal. Um, But until then, we will catch you soon. The best word I can say but uh, will describe this was boom. (laughs) 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 What was this? It was really good.